Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. Welcome to The Thinker Girls, the podcast. You are joined by Stacey June and Christy Mercer, my young mate. I love that you've answered. I've said, how are you? And you said, we're good. Where's the other person you answering for me? Sorry, mate. It's a long day. Isn't it? Yeah, it's long. We are uh, really excited to have our lovely next guest. Yes. I'm very, I'm pretty lucky because I have a fair few mates in the biz, don't I? Talk about friends in high places. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I am really excited to introduce Ms. Sarah Greenholch. Hello. Hello, ladies. Thank you for having me. No, thanks, no, thanks for, for joining coming. us. I tell you what, um, you might recognise Sarah. She's the brunette bombshell on uh, 10 Eyewitness right, News. Right. Just a little national gig that she scored. Oh, good on you. That's uh, amazing. Probably in the last, what, six months was it, Sarah? Uh, almost a year. It's been oh, bullshit. No Is way. Yeah, last September. Okay, so that's not a... Oh, it, well, no, yeah, it's yeah. closer it's to a July. year than six months. Right, my God. Well, Sarah and I, I'd give you a bit of a backstory if anyone gives a rat's. I uh, do, we, I do. So you can tell me. Okay. Um, okay. We met in Cairns both working away, trying to kind of create something of ourselves <laughs> um, and found that, Look where we are. Found that yeah. adventure quite challenging. So basically just hung out together and paid out on the entire experience. And drank a lot of espresso martinis. Mm, wow. A lot. We, we found somewhere that did them, which yeah, was well, great. There you go. No, to better, explain what no, they were, no better way to get through a situation than with an espresso. Oh, incredible. Incredible. Uh, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this is uh, a forum where Christy and I dump our co-hosts and chew the fat about thoughts that we've been thinking but not saying, particularly not saying on our Brecky radio shows. Yeah, ones that might be a little bit too risky. And look, ones that you might have been thinking, thinking for a long time but never said out loud or that you would say to nobody but your gal pals on the phone at um, night. So we'll each share a gem and uh, basically bring it to the table. We've got Philip, our duck, Sarah, uh, who reins us in to make sure that we're not here till 10pm, which we very much could because mm. tell you what flies. Um, let's do a bit of a content. Sarah, you want to hit it off? Yeah, sure. Well, I haven't really spoken to anyone about this. It's just something I probably should speak to people. At the moment, I just find that I'm beating myself up every day when I come home from work over something totally stupid. And it could be one day it'll be because my eyes look squinty on the television, which is a little bit vain in itself. And the next day will be that I said something stupid or or disappointed someone in some way. And, and I just get home and it's actually affecting my life oh. and even my relationship because I start beating myself up about it. Mm. And I don't know whether everyone else does exactly the same thing. So, so it's, it's work-related stuff. That's, that's interesting. Um, I want to talk about 
Um, the way that when you go traveling and when you do, you know, take that rite of passage and go overseas, perhaps backpacking, perhaps only, only for a few weeks, that something my mum said really pissed me off recently and, she, and her stance on going overseas and needing to do it while you're single. Yeah, right. She's been pretty vocal <laughs> about it. Not just me, my sister's also gone overseas with her boyfriend. Okay. Um, yeah, I just want to walk through that because it's pretty weird for someone to say, let alone your mum be telling you that. Well, it's not like you can do much, yeah. can you? Mm. Um, but I get yeah. her point, but mm. we'll, we'll move on. We'll get on to that. Um, I want to talk about the wedding proposal, where we all stand with it today. Ooh, okay. It's particularly you two girls because you're both in relationships. Mm. Uh, and just it came out Ash Hart, you know, um, oh, the, model, co- Ash Hart? the cotton on girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. sisters to Jess Hart. Mm. She got engaged um, recently and the proposal was something absolutely ludicrously crazy uh, and like so I OTT well not necessarily I'll share it do you want me to go first yeah, I'll kick it first. off I'm interested yeah, okay so um I think it was she was in France they mm. were on some rock basically like a platoon like a you know just in the <sighs> middle of itself already middle OTT. of nowhere yeah. um Buck Palmer he's a Melbourne boy apparently got down on one knee and said Something about how um, Buddha on a rock. He came, you know, something from Buddha came to him and said, you know, about some spirituality, about how you need to, enlightenment is about uh, going forward and, and not stopping and going all the way. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm, you know, obviously not quoting him, but I wasn't there. <laughs> um, but uh, but he's saying enlightenment, blah blah blah, and he's going all the way, and he wants to go all the way with her. Oh. Will you marry me? And they're both real big yogis, quite yeah. hippie and whatever. And I actually mm. thought it was quite sweet. But even for them, I was like, it's interesting because if you do practice Buddhism, the, if you're really, really strict about it, it is a massive, massive approach. Maybe not the modern day Buddhism, but the true core is that you're supposed to kind of not have attachment or you're meant to try and aim towards no attachment. Is that where the monk thing comes from? Yeah, essentially, mm. yeah. Uh, and so obviously not everybody in every single day life is doing that, is a monk, mm. but you are you are going down that road. So I was surprised mm. that they were interested in the proposal and, you know, and um, and the, the hoo-ha of it all. It sounds fairly low-key, but at the same time there was a big ring photo and they did the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. And it just surprised me that those particular people were into that, mm. that kind of thing. Mm. And I just wondered where the proposal stood today. You know, if it is something that's still really important, if it is for the story mm, as opposed to the moment, like what does it actually mean and, and, and what do you guys want? Um, I, I'm just speaking from personal, not experience, but from my personal views and I suppose what I would want in, in a proposal um, should that happen. And I think it really is, it's a real personal thing, isn't it? Like, Well, yeah, that's why I'm for, asking. Yeah, well, for me, mm. it would, for me, it would be low key um you know not all you know how you see those like public proposals and mm-hmm. they film it and they do like the marching band like the sky shit. riding like i would fa- i would actually hate that like if it was you know oh, if I'm it, with you. yes if it was you yeah. know it needs to when get down on one knee how unromantic but i mean like personal to you in the sense that it might be a joke that you guys have always had together he might propose in the same way that he asked you out when you were teenagers or he might start singing 
I don't oh, know, this is Jesus. wanky. But, you know, like, you know, quote something that you've always said or um, I don't know. I but... reckon the most romantic thing would be if the two of you were just in your lounge room or something and all of a sudden there was just this moment and that was the right moment to do it. Instead of something that was so planned that it just looked fake. Would oh, you, you, should have seen Chris, you should have seen Chrissy's face, Sarah. I was shocked at that. I was like, nah. I don't she was know like, about that. See, this is the <laughs> other thing that I want to point out. I think as girls, sometimes we're not truly honest. So I think we all want to be this relaxed cat but we don't mm. give two shits and if yeah. you know and you you pretend that and I'm not saying you're pretending Sarah but you know no. there's are there are a lot of girls yeah I don't need much then these poor assholes are told <laughs> they want low key they yeah, give they low give, key and, and you're not, not bloody happy well you not just happy. you just said Sarah you would be happy with an on the couch proposal hey this is the moment turn around and let's maybe put the ring in your back pocket just in case it pops up would you like you're saying you'd be happy with that but let's yeah, let's let's would. take you yeah. back let's let's, let's sit you on your green it. couch that took okay. about 17 it, years it, to it, arrive well, it's a great couch when I went to visit uh, her and her boyfriend. They didn't have a couch, so we sat on the floor. Oh. So, yeah, I'm hoping that the couch is there for the proposal to happen. Oh, there we go. I mean, yeah, would it's you, there. It's there. Would you actually, you're sitting there in your trackies, I don't know, watching. Well, okay. Do you well, the thing about Billy and Sarah is they don't do trackies. They're always looking They're always looking pretty schmick. Trackies, <laughs> schmackies. Really? Yeah, yeah no, they're not those people. Some of our best moments like recently because we have just started living together as well and I think some of the best moments we've had where you get that little butterfly tummy feeling because something nice has been said have actually been on the couch that's so nice that is really and because nice. I semi I, something I didn't share is that I kind of am actually in this relationship <laughs> what do you mean well <laughs> I was if there's ever a cliche <laughs> of what the third wheel represents it's never been stronger than what I was oh, with Billy true. and Sarah so we often, and they're very lovely, that we don't call it the third wheel because that's just offensive because mm. I play a very big part in the well, relationship. Well, what are you if you're not the third wheel? <laughs> well, I'm a part of the relationship. Well, you're, you're the axle holding <laughs> the, the two partner. wheels. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, and so, yeah, so I think that makes me emo thinking about that, like thinking that they're the most simplest moments. As much yeah. as you guys, you you know, you might wear jeans and not tracky dacks. I do believe you. I do think you're kind of simple Simons like that. Yeah, we do. But like, it's, I don't know. It's just, it, I don't do, I haven't even thought about that. I just thought about it then when you mentioned it. And I thought the best moments we've had have mm. been sitting there. And I guess because it's our space now and we've created it and we're not home a lot because we're always working. So when we are there, it's these special little moments. Yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. cool. That's really cool. But mm. is, there, is there a part of you that deep down, is it that little girl fantasy thing where it's like the drop to one knee? Like I would still. You can and, still drop and off and the look, couch. I'm, I'm still in two minds. I'm still in two minds about it in terms of yeah I would agree with you a little bit how you're like yeah, yeah. I just I just want it low key and I don't really give a shit and it, it can just be oh or whatever moment but at the same time I think for me personally I would also like to have a little bit of effort mm. in that this is a special moment and I would well, still like to, to have the I can, the I, can either, I can either imagine it being on the couch or somewhere like the Eiffel Tower or something. it's like one or the other <laughs> oh, with you guys say, really well, that's <laughs> How are they supposed to know if well, it's going to be yeah. one or the other? Mm. That's They're not... two very different things, But Sarah, you agreed. Really you, Chris is like, yeah, I get you. Yeah. How do you know <laughs> that? It needs to be the moment. It needs, it's all about the moment. Let's, how do let's you fucking know? How do, 
How did that bloody ring on standby? What's the, what the is moment? The moment? Oh, you just What's might, you just might pop moment? over to Paris and then we'll just capture it in the moment. <laughs> what the hell? Who there, are you people? There needs to be a certain level of planning with the Eiffel oh, Tower. Oh, certain level. Okay, yeah. yeah. But, you know, if we go to Europe and then and then the moment If we go to Europe. <laughs> when are you going to Europe, mate? We're thinking next Summer. Do oh, you same? Yes, I'll so be there. Actually, July. Oh, Four weeks, baby. You can hold the ring. Oh, yes. she can be the third. You can be the non-third oh, wheel in the third wheel. God. Um, I don't know. Do you reckon you get to an age? Um, say so you might, you might agree with this. That if you do go on a big holiday, especially an overseas one, that people go, "Is mm. this it?" Oh, that's so oh, annoying. And like, one yeah. of my best best mates at work has just gone overseas with her with her partner. They've been together like I don't know seven years or something over to America. And um, everybody was, you know, not giving a shit, but saying, it's going to happen. The proposal's coming. And, and she was it's coming. She, she, it's going to come. She was up. She was after thinking where she was like, it's not happening. Marriage isn't really big on my on my agenda or, oh, or either of ours. Oh. But, and then she said, I'm not even saying this because I don't want to get my hopes up in case it doesn't. She said, I'm actually thinking it's not going to happen. Anyway, I get a text two days ago from this rando number, this overseas number, and he's proposed. Oh. I know. And I'm so happy for her because she wasn't expecting, expecting it, it. Yeah. and she yeah. wasn't I don't know it wasn't something that to me anyway that she had discussed was like a big deal so I'm really interested when she actually gets back to work and back to the country to ask her how it happened being yeah. that she thought it wasn't going to happen. It's interesting because I think sometimes as well the proposal could be more a little bit more about the guy. So often you, the girls put into this kind of place where, you know, they want this or how do we please you. And, you know, we have dissected that between the three of us, it's fairly consensus that it could actually just be a really beautiful moment on the couch. Like mm. that wouldn't be mm. the worst thing in the world. But it seems like the guys are the ones that are wanting to tell their mates at the pub mm. what they did. Guess what I did. Yeah. Because yeah. If, <laughs> if they didn't get a helicopter like Fred, well, they look like a shithouse bloke. Plus they look poor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Got her on but the then, but then hang on. Yeah. If we look at the size of the ring. Mm. Yeah, true. <laughs> Can yeah, I you prefer, prefer you have a... Yeah, crappy you, ring. Can I ask you guys? Ring. And and on oh, that's that. why she wants the couch. She doesn't want one <laughs> single penny, rock. one yes. single penny put to anything else other than that rock. I want all that money to that <laughs> ring. Lay that hand down. You know what I've got to ask though, and and just on what you said, Stace. And not only is it the type of proposal, is it a proposal? Is it a boy asking the mm. girl? Because I know when my parents got married, in oh, I would be so shattered if I was my mum. <laughs> I always, you know, when you're younger and stuff, you say, oh, you just watch it on a movie. How did dad propose to you? And mum said that it wasn't a proposal. It was a discussion that dad said, oh, well, we better get married then. That settles it. Gave her a, <laughs> gave her a fucking wad of cash and she went out and bought her own oh, engagement no. ring. And that's why, you know, like even Jeffrey Edelston, you know, um, oh, recently, don't. right? Uh, no, I don't want to put don't. the bloody limelight on him. But I was very interested in, yeah, they're, they're engaged, whatever. But th when they were asked about it, they said it was a discussion. If it was a discussion for me, I would actually be a bit upset at that because I think... In, for me anyway, I still want it to come from the guy and it's from yeah. him, not a joint, 
Yeah, we've had he this discussion you. before. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm, I, I still don't know how I feel about marriage. I don't think you really get an idea of how you feel about it until you've met someone, to be honest, because at the moment mm. it's like, what are you going to do? Think about this day. I do like to think that there's someone and that there is, you know, a party or a celebration because you're kind of at a point where you're like, yeah, fist pumps. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna take this the whole way. Mm. Um, but I think I I'm not I'm not uh, adverse to the idea of it being not a discussion where it's like a business proposition. But if it, you're at dinner one night and someone, I think probably it would still be him bringing it up. Mm. Um, yeah, but, but see, then it's well, it is but still, it's a, still a, a broad up thing. It's like, do yeah. you is it is getting married something you want to do? Yeah, let's do, you know, maybe we should do it. Let's have a discussion. I, I kind of like that as well. I'm not, I'm not well, the um, next step, against the that. The next step on from that is, um, is being forced to. I have to share this little gem because it only happened the other day, actually. Mm. And Stacey, you've met my nonna. Mm. Bless her little cotton socks. Mm. She said to me, Sarah, do you love Bill? I said, yes, I, I love Billy nonna. And she goes, well, why not? You'll get them married. Okay, <laughs> okay. Hang on a second here. And she goes, I get so old. I die soon. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Nonna. And she's not dying soon. She's bright old touch wood. She's a sprightly, beautiful little thing. And I said, no, no, I'm 24. Oh, by the time I was 21, I had three babies. And so that's the other thing. Now I've said Billy, I've told Billy about this conversation. So he might be under a bit of pressure. Maybe you've planted the <laughs> seed. You don't want to disappoint old Nonna. No, she'd be devoured. Well, Billy and I have uh, been discussing this. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's mulled over. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, but yeah, Nonna, Nonna wants to see you in the in the in the Virgin Whites, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, that was Philip, and I'll never do an Italian accent again. <laughs> I don't know. Was <laughs> <laughs> I thought you got away with that. I pulled myself up on it. You guys were way too nice. Um, uh, Sarah, do you want to go next? Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Well, I need help with this one because it's just, yeah, so basically I've just been coming home and, Stacey, you know how I am. I'm very, very critical of myself. Mm. I always have been. Even my grade four teacher told my mum, Sarah is going to have big issues when she gets older <laughs> oh. unless she stops being so critical <laughs> really? of herself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the tender age. What happened when you are in grade four? Eight, nine? Yeah, not so, much older than nine. Yeah. No, so... Yeah, I just find I get home and I, I something's happened. I think part of the reason is I probably shouldn't even watch my stories that I do back because I, you know, I'm my own worst critic and I pick up something. But then I find I just can't get out of that frame of mind. Like, so we'll have dinner. Um, I've been working late nights lately, so Billy's been cooking a lot and he'll make this great dinner. We'll sit down, have a glass of wine, and I just keep talking about it and I just can't let it go. Mm. And I'm wondering whether I even need to go see someone about some techniques to just help me just let, let everything, just forget things. Well, yeah, I think you, you need to mm. give me a bit more info. What are the things that you're nitpicking? Are they stupid little things? And if oh, that's the yeah. case, well, so yeah. I'll give you an example. So. Um, I covered a fairly big case up here this week, um, the Bait and Claim murder trial. And um, so I was doing live crosses and I'd come home and I'd watch it. And, and like from stupid things to, oh gosh, my eyes look squinty, <laughs> which is something that is totally out of my control. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have someone holding up your eyelids. Yes, there's not a lot you can do about that one. <laughs> to, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said this. 
or um, oh, and then for example, I, I sort of did make a little bit of a mistake yesterday, and and my story got to air late, and so I was really beating myself up about it. But mm. it's things that are just simply out of my control, and I can't change them. Yet I can't give up the fact that I'm angry about it. So you're not you're not hating on yourself for making mistakes, but it's more about the pro. Well, what is it? Is it a process afterwards where what are you trying to achieve? Like what's the, just, what's the uh, thought like process? I'd love to be able to just go. Oh yeah, okay, that wasn't right. Um, now forget about it. You've got to think of what your job is though, Sarah. Like for most people, mm. you know, you're asking the question of, do you go home and beat yourself up over shit you did at work? Well, maybe some people do, maybe some people don't. But you're you're not only on camera for the entire country to see, but mm. but it's also the fact that you're working live. And sometimes sometimes when you're put on your feet that you, you know, you would say certain things guys, or um and ah or. you guys find that when, you, when you're on radio? Well, no, you and this is, like, oh. this is the thing that I said to you I couldn't do news because you've got a uniform babe like you know we can still kind of fly with the way that we are and we've got our our feet on the ground with live because it's what we do but we're also lucky enough to have ourselves there to protect us so if there is something where we kind of stuff up or we do whatever we can pull back on who we are and then get ourselves out of it it's much more natural whereas Mm -hmm. for you you've got a voice to think about you've got language to think about you've got people can see you, you know, it's, it's very different. I think though, I think there is something about this mid to late twenties zone though in work where you essentially know that you work hard. You probably a lot of the time, and it doesn't have to be in our industry, all different industries, Mm -hmm. you know that you, um, that you're probably good at what you're doing by this point if you're ambitious. Uh, but there is something still that's catching on from maybe not teenage early 20 days, or maybe it is teenage early 20 days where there's just still that little bit of self-doubt, you know, where Mm. you just kind of go, I'm there and I find myself swimming in a pretty big pond and I know I deserve to be here, but I'm still a bit scared of it. Is that what it is Mm. for you, Sarah? Do you reckon it is that little bit of self-doubt or is it just that you are? Mm. I think it also is easy come home and you're still so wired from the day Mm. and so then you can't just let things go because you are still running a million miles an hour. So is it, I don't want to become an alcoholic and start drinking every (laughs) single night, although I have lately. (laughs) (laughs) There is, and I know there. it's really dangerous and going back to our industry, the adrenaline is there. So that's really hard to level yeah. out and that's why I guess comedians become or or musos become alcoholics or you know have ad- addiction because yeah, so I guess, on I guess a different level is. you know to even the even the moods out it's, and not just yeah. that but I think that it's the weird it can often be you reckon the weird hours as well maybe that maybe, you've got certain but I, time I'm, like, I I'm wondering how do other people just re- like because I'm sure like you know it's not just our industry that can be stressful at times every Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Everybody has a very stressful job. So how do people relax and just forget about the day when they get home? I think, it's about, I think it's about trying to find a way to wind down. I think maybe it's even not exercise as such, but maybe it's something on the way home. Like there's almost mm. like a ritual that happens, like a cleansing and doesn't actually have to be a Hare Krishna freaking dance. Mm. But I mean, Although that's a something, good idea. yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> why wouldn't you stop and get out of the car at the traffic lights and just dance around the car? Hop straight back in. Jeez, it's a great idea. Um, but, oh, you know, I can tell I'm imagining it. Out the car. I was waiting for it. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I mean, a ritual or something where, you know, if it's affirmations or if it's, you put music on, you don't listen to ABC, you know, you kind of dance it out and, and do something that switches you off. What's your, what's your current, I mean, uh, give us a bit of an insight into what your current routine is and maybe, you know, like when you're coming home from work, are you coming straight home? Hi, honey, how was your day? And maybe that's why, because there is a stay said no buffer. Well, it's probably worse. It's probably Mm. worse than that because I get in the car and and keeping in mind, I I only live about eight minutes from the office. I call Billy, my partner, who I'm about to see in eight minutes (laughs) and I talk about my day. I call my mum and then I talk about my day and then I get home and we do the same thing. Mm. Yeah, so there's no, and you know what I've seen here, and there's it's no like break from there's work. no, there's a cliche alert happening, but there's no you time. Mm. So there's nowhere in there where you've gone, Sarah just is Sarah by herself for a fucking and we've second. Spo- and we've spoken about this on the podcast before. Remember that was so. Um, yeah, it was like a few weeks ago. Yeah, that, that actually brought it up, and she said. You know, it's it sounds really cliche, the me time. I'm taking time for me, but you know, to be able to. I don't know, just be conscious of it. It's something that I know Mm. I've been trying to do lately. And it doesn't have to be the same thing every day. It doesn't have to be I exercise every day and that's how I wind down. That might be one day of the week. But I think maybe even sometimes it can be something as simple as going and getting a coffee and just sitting there and reading the paper on your own. I think even it can be minimal, more minimal than that. The eight minutes can be Spice Girls CD or something that isn't work and something that isn't everyone else. Like mm. something that you make, yeah. Just, just you yeah, that's yeah. completely separate. Reading a book Spice or having a bath, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try the Spice Girls actually because that yeah. would be therapy. I can imagine. Uh, this, the, like the advice was kind of like generic <laughs> slash specific to you. She's taking it. I'm yeah. with it. I, yeah. I actually I found, that, well, I found their cassette the other day when I was cleaning out my room at Mum and Dad's house. It makes you happy and you love yeah. music. and that, So you need to maybe make like get a, like a, get a list on your iPhone and chuck it into mm. your car and you get in the car and then you are just straight away doing nothing that has to do with relationship, yeah. with dinner, with mm. work, with any of it. And it's just like a work's finished. And then you might still talk to Billy about it when you get home, but it may have already been let go of Because bit. that's the thing. How often do you walk out of the office, you call someone straight away and you are pissed about mm. whatever it mm. might have been, right? But let's say that person doesn't answer and you're just on your own with your own thoughts to say half a, and then yep, you do you finally get over. onto them, right? Mm, mm. The conversation that you would have had half an hour ago versus right now is often really different. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. I think the yeah. other thing as well is um, is you, I guess you've got to ask yourself, 
what am I looking to achieve here? Like, what do I want the end of this discussion to be? So if you genu- you genuinely need a vent, then you can't stop yourself from doing that all mm. the time. Mm, but do you really need a vent or are you just making conversation to fill time? And, like, and, and just being overly critical. Yeah. Mm. And, just, and so what do you want? What, do you, what am I trying to achieve here? Am I going to feel better if I'm going to talk about it? Probably yeah, not. Yeah, it probably if, makes me angry. If you're not, then say, I'm just going to yeah. leave it. Shrug, I'm just going to leave it. I, I don't know about, about you guys, and maybe this is just something that works for me. And I'm, I don't know, I'm still trying to figure it out myself and what works best for me. But I don't know. Do you reckon sometimes it can be as simple as just being aware of it, just being conscious to have that separation so that when you walk out of work and you've had a shit day and you need someone to vent with, cool. But if not, maybe just being aware of, is this going to make me feel better? And it's not saying I have to do A, B, C, D as me time or I feel shitty. It might just be being aware that they're, I, I don't know, it, yeah. just, con- just conscious. Yeah. I think mm. it might be, I think the phone is a little bit of a, um, where we were so used to needing the phone when we were away, Sarah. Like it was just, yeah. we would sit and there was not a question of being rude, being on the phone because we were all away from family and friends. Mm. It was just one of those things. And ev- our family and friends were having dinner with us half the time. Yeah, Because, you know, like... Well, I'm still I'm still there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I am yeah. a little yeah. bit too. Yeah. Not to the extent. But I think you can drop that now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I like, don't need to no, call No, the phone can sometimes be <laughs> a bit of a curse. Eight minutes. See you in a few. Get off the fucking <laughs> Seconds, phone. Seconds, that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. this has been very productive because I'm going to... I'll stop calling, listen to the spy films, and I think I have figured this one out for myself. I think it might be best just to not watch things back for a little while. Do you know, actually, Stacey, you'll love this because I know she's your favourite. I heard Kylie say it on The Voice the other night. Oh, there we go. Did you? Eyes, did, did you? You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't watch her performances back because she's always going to pick something out that's wrong with it. Yeah, and it kind of goes... I'm, you know, there's people that are going to critique me or give me jobs or not give me jobs and they're going to be the ones that are paid the extra bucks to rein me in and out. So what the hell's mm. the point? That's I mean, for us, we need to still be, we're still developing and yeah, still got to yeah. get better and sometimes you've got to, you know, but you're in a position now where there'll be people that will catch you. You know, you need to trust also that it's over, the the development mm. bit. Not over, but you're in a comfy position. Just enjoy the fact that you've got back to where you want. You're in Brisbane and you can be doing the job. And if you're not doing a good enough job, just trust that someone's going to tell you. You don't need to Hopefully. tell yourself. And the thing mm. is, look, self-air checking and, and those, I don't know, for us it's self-air checking listening back, but for you might be watching back or for other people it might be, I don't know, watching a performance or rereading their own report. Just because that works for some people at some times doesn't mean it's going to work all the time, does it? No, not every day, Sarah. No, it's, it's yeah. excessive. If you were looking a for a new job, you yeah. know, and you needed to kind of be like on your A game mm-hmm. or you were looking to, you know, build up, and get, you know, go to the next step like it, we I, are. I think it is still a bit different. It's still but, positive, though, to be able to be, you know, to, you know, self-check yourself and be critical of, your, of yourself to work better and harder. But I don't but know. But if it's getting to the point is where it, you're squinty eyes and it's, yeah. it's not actually helping anything. Well, that's a good thing because if that's the only thing you can bloody nitpick, well, it's Yeah, squinty yeah, eyes exactly, aren't really that bad. Man. <laughs> and have you got a thing against Asians? Because that's a bit racist. <laughs> Power out. Not at all. <laughs> with the lighting. I think it was the lighting or maybe it's my eyeshadow. But anyway, that's something I'm not going to think about oh, anymore. Okay. Oh, good. Young mate, what have you got for um, us? 
I um, want to finish today's potty on um, something that pisses me off that my mum is very much of the stance of, that when you go overseas, that you have a better time doing it when you're single. Um, it, it's something that her and my dad uh, both went travelling. Um, my mum went over for six, 12 months, I think, you know, around the place. Dad went over. Um, and, and both about the same kind of age. Like, I think, I don't know mid 20s something like that then mum and dad ended up meeting when they were mid to late 20s and you know being together ever since but for me it's a little bit different having been with my my boyfriend Zane since I was I don't know like just about to turn 19 I still was 18 and I don't know just it's funny hearing mum talk about traveling and it's almost as though she feels bad for me that I might have missed out on certain things that are a rite of passage. That I went overseas with, with my boyfriend last year and it was just a, like we went over five weeks in Europe. And just little comments that mum makes like, oh, yeah, you guys will have a great time. But, you know, it's it's very different, Chrissy. It's a very different holiday when you're there with your boyfriend <laughs> versus single. You know, when you go over and on your own, it's, a, you know, a lot more fun. It's a better time. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Hey, uh... My sister is three years younger than me. She's overseas as we speak with her boyfriend. Friend. And oh, this your is, mum's failed as a mother. Neither of you are flat. This <laughs> is the reason I bring it up again because it's come up again. And mum's talking about. It. I said, "Shut up, mum!" Like this is what you were saying to me last year. I said, honestly, with your advice, what would you suggest that I do? That I break up with my long-term <laughs> boyfriend, I go over for five weeks, I kiss random guys, I sleep with random guys, I come back. Like, is that actually what I you're... I get herpes. You... I have to... I go yes. to UTI and then you take me to the doctors <laughs> would, to get rid of it. Would you be no, actually happy? Because that's what you're suggesting. And it just... It shits me. You know, before I was going over, we did a, um, a Kentucky tour. And a lot of people, their eyes go, Jesus, a Kentucky <laughs> tour with your boyfriend, fucking good luck. But it was just an easy way for us to see lots of things in a short amount of time and, you know, with minimal money. I love the couples I was on. I was single on my Kentucky and I loved the couples that were on my Kentucky. I don't say we're it's fun. Just fun couples. Yeah. yeah, I'm still, they're the only ones that I've still keep in contact mm. with. There's one girl mm. and she was in a relationship and there was a married couple that just got married and they're the best. But it's almost do you, like, And do you know why I think that is? Why? Because if you were overseas and single, I think no matter what anyone says, I think in the back of your head would be, I'm looking for some fun. But if you're a couple, you may be looking to actually experience the things that you, you've gone over to see. You don't, you don't have true, that true. goal and that yeah. aim to find someone and bang someone. Yeah, and but or that mm. you just you want to still experience as much as you can of that by being a couple. So that's maybe why you went on, like you go on the Kentucky because you don't want to be yeah. just you two romantic Yo, dinners right. every single night. Because we can yeah. do that yeah. whenever, yeah. you know. Well, we, we're talking about this for next summer. We Billy said you want to go on a tour. Yeah. Said, yeah definitely. Can do it. you end up meeting the best yeah. people. Yeah. And that's the thing. And before I went over, there was almost this pity with people. It was like, really? Oh, what are you doing? Oh, going over, doing Kentucky tour. Oh, fucking awesome. You will have the best time. You know, so you're meeting people over there. And I'd say, oh, no, no. Uh, my boy, you know, Zane's coming with me. We're going over. Oh. It's almost oh. like, oh, you could have had a fucking great be time, boring. but now you've got the old ball and chain. It's going to be shit, you know. And I do, I do, I do get this though because my dad has said exactly the same thing yes. as your mom. Oh, really? Your dad? Mm, my dad. Wow, yeah. that's an interesting dad-daughter combo. I know, I know. No, he has in the past, but I, I don't know. I don't feel like I've missed out. Yeah, right. 
well, I'm not going to sit here and say you have, both of you, but I think, I mean, what what's right or wrong, really? It's, I mean, I had an absolute ball, and I've got to say, without trying, not trying to go on your mum or your dad's side, because I would never, ever imagine either of you guys to get out of relationships. They're happy, they're fun, and if you've got someone that will go on a Kentucky with you, then surely you're ticking some boxes mm. that are correct, right? Mm. But at the same time, I had an absolute fucking ball being single on Kentucky. And so I get... Okay, the, the next question is mm-hmm. if you're single and you go on Kentucky, do you go with girlfriends? Because I I went by myself. Oh, okay, well, that would be... Son. Yeah, so I went on a trip to Thailand with eight girls. And while we had some amazing moments, we also had some tragic moments where mm. there were just cat fights galore. Mm-hmm. You know, not because eight girls, no way, girls. Jose. Yeah. yeah. No, I went by myself and made um, really good mates with two other girls from New York and one oh. of her and I ended up being so close that it probably did get a little bit awkward sometimes because her friend had to go find other friends sometimes. Oh, that she I kind of stole her friend. Wow. Yeah, a little Crazy bit. <laughs> but look, you know, you can't resist the Stacey June, can you? Like, what do you this want from This is how she works. Yeah. There's enough to go around. I get in and I'm like, hey, I'm just partying in the corner. If people want to come join me, they're welcome. But I'm not handcuffing anyone to me. You know, the, the, I mean, have you known people in your life, say, and Stace as well, that have, you know, it might be a bit of a, a younger thing, like a, maybe even a schoolies thing, where people would break up with oh, their yeah. boyfriend or their girlfriend oh, because yeah. they're going overseas. And yeah, that... but it's like high school. Oh, I remember. I've had several friends who have broken up with boys because I, they're going overseas. Same and vice here. versa. Boys same that here. have broken up with some of my best girlfriends. Yes. And yes. when when the foot's when the shoes on the other foot, you think, oh my god, you bastard. But you kind of get it. Like as much as, you know, there's obviously something going down and I'm not, again, trying to make you guys think that there's any, you you guys are happy and it's great, but there is also this great other side, you know. So I guess that's why your parents just want you to get the best of life, would basically. You, would you agree with me, Sarah, being in a, in a relationship mm. yourself that – you know, this whole thing of, oh, you have a better time or you have more fun overseas travelling around here on your own. It's just, I think it's a own. different time. Yeah, I don't think it's better. Yeah, it's a different time. But yeah, I mean, different. for me, different. and this is the way I judge it and this is a filter I put it through, if you love the person that you're with and you can have a ball with or without them, that going overseas even if it's not with that person and it might, you go over with a girlfriend and you you have a boyfriend mm. while you're doing it. If you love that person, you shouldn't even really be looking around or fucking worried about no. it anyway. Like it no. does, shouldn't and even I cross no. your mind. And neither of you are, but I yeah. think you're, that's why your mum or your dad feels like they might want to step in and say that every now and then just because they know you're happy. They don't think that I think no one thinks you're thinking that, but then there's this other scope of maybe what they've seen. So that it's almost like just offering it up where, you know, to be okay if you wanted to do that. Nah, mum, shut up. Okay, good to know. You know, like I think it's almost like putting it out there and going, <laughs> yeah, going, yeah. putting it out there and going, hey, I wouldn't judge you if you wanted to do that. I'm your mum. I love you. This is, you know, this is also a great option. Have you yeah, considered maybe. this? Then you say, no, mum, that's ridiculous. I love my boyfriend. We're going together. Okay, cool. You know, but I think that as a parent, yeah. maybe that's what they're also and kind I of think, putting their head up and, and I, saying, you're only human yeah. if you're thinking about it. Mm. That's okay. Because I think they get worried that you might regret stuff. And, if, and perhaps if you were, sorry to interrupt us, but perhaps if you were 18 or 19, yeah, I can hear the dark. But when you get, <laughs> when you get to your mid-20s, do you, do, do your even priorities, like, I don't know, personally, 
I don't reckon I'd go over and want to drink every single night and go out and look for men every single night because I'm, that's just not what I want anymore. Yeah, and that's it. And that's mm. why you're in a relationship and it works. It's true. Do you know what I mean? So I think that mm. it is individual to everybody. And it is quite a cliche thing to go over and do the London thing and then kind of get pissed around Europe. Mm. It's super, super mm. bogan. Mm. Uh, it's super fun. And I did it. Uh, but... At the same time, I was pretty homesick after a while. Mm. Yeah. My, I and, know, and, and I must, I have to preface this. <laughs> one of my friends will be listening to this and be rolling their eyes Why? because I did have a boy that waited at the bus stop when Kentucky got back. Oh, so no. I also oh. had the comfort of the well, best of both oh, well, kind of here's you on your buddy high does he have a better time okay, on it. but I, well I'm lucky yeah. I did get that I mean yeah. and don't get yeah. me wrong I'm not still in that relationship so mm. you don't really know but at the same time, yeah, I just needed to put that in there because I thought, oh, I wonder if. Uh, oh, I and look, I th- and I think it also comes down to what kind of person you are. Like for me, traveling on my own, I like I, I had to go over to America for um something last year. I was there for a week. I was <laughs> depressed. I was so down. I was so down. I was just, it was like a, pa- and a free and trip. A she won free it. Free trip, which I won. It was an amazing opportunity. But I felt I, I had a shit ass time. And I was really down because the whole time I'm thinking, oh, Zane would like that. Or, I'm so bored. Or I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm, I consider myself to be independent to a point where I can, you know, I don't mind my own company and my own space and time and whatever. Blah, I, don't, blah, blah. I don't need to be always around somebody. <laughs> but when I'm in a foreign place and I'm doing things like at an international airport or, you know, seeing amazing things or going to sleep in a hotel room on my own, I didn't like it. And that's essentially, no. I suppose, what I'd be doing if I was on my own traveling. I think it's good to do it though and I think it's important to, to do it you know it. I mean mm. I did Mexico I've done a few trips on my own and at the beginning as much as I chose to do them and you they were love, exciting. You love Mexico on your own. No I struggled no. at the start I really yeah. struggled yeah. because I was probably coming down because I had the biggest freaking two weeks of my life but I mean I was in tears and found it really confronting to be in another country where people were speaking another language yeah. on my own and it was mm-hmm. yoga too so everyone was everything's within no one's talking to anyone mm. and and there's no place where you're going to any bars and meeting. I wasn't drinking. You know, it was, it was, if there was ever a challenge, that was one. Yeah, but was, yeah. at the same time, I would never, ever, ever take it back. Like, God, what I learned, you know, it was a bit horrific, but I learned a lot. So I think, I think it's good to do it, to have a bit of a double if you can. Even just little things like going out for tea on your own. Like I'm just looking around thinking people think I'm a creep because I'm on my own. I don't now you got Sarah disease, yeah. worried about silly things. <laughs> it's not as bad as the squinty <laughs> eyes, though, really. Yeah. I know, I'm regretting I said that now. I'm afraid. <laughs> Everyone's going to be looking hey, at you. Eyes. Can you take a screenshot of what you think of the squinty eyes and send it to us and we can put it on oh, Facebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone's already amazing. taken them. They're already on my phone. Of course they are. Of course they are. Okay, great. We'll put it on our Facebook Haunting page. Everyone's you. very yes. lovely. Yes. Uh, so all the girls will be high-fiving you and making sure that they, you don't have squinty eyes because we've got good girlfriends. Think girl, don't we? Yes. No. Um, well, I feel like this has actually been a therapy session. Yeah, we did. I don't that know that we're qualified in fucking anything. No, we just the blood, the blind leading the bloody blind. We just chew the fat about it. Doesn't mean we come out knowing any better. 
we just talk about it, which we actually, in essence, spoke of t- for 20 minutes about stop to, it's like stopping talking about things. <laughs> it goes against everything we've just done. Okay, that is it for us. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. If you do want to find Sarah, let her know that you heard her here um, and you want to see her squinty eyes, head to Twitter. <laughs> she is at Greenholch Sarah, G-R-E-E-N-H-A-L-G-H. S-A-R-A-H, that's Greenholt Sarah, or you can see her on uh, 10 Eyewitness News across the country. We don't have to be um, region specific because yeah, usually we have that. radio people or bits and pieces where they're, you know, in major cities, yep. but she's everywhere. Even better. So you don't need a Kentucky to I get yourself amongst eyes, it, do everywhere. you? You just <laughs> write on the news everywhere. Just, just getting around. Well, thanks, girls. Um, thank thanks, you so Sarah. much. If you do want to listen to other episodes of our podcast, do head to iTunes or you can stream online at podcast, no, thinkagirl.podcast.com.au. Uh, and we also just have a bit of fun on our Facebook page throughout the week, different articles, different opinions, different stupid pictures. Um, and that's at facebook.com forward slash thinkagirls. I love that you looked at me when you said stupid pictures. I rolled my eyes, like thinking, <laughs> well, yeah, true. No, I did look at you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, and something we have. Uh, mentioned of the last couple of weeks is we are doing a live show. So Woo! if you do live in Melbourne and you mm-hmm. want to come along, do head to our Facebook page. Uh, the details of the event are there yes. and you can get your tickets um, by hitting the Melbourne Fringe website as well. This is basically what you'll expect. We'll be recording it live um, and we awesome. would love, love, love you to be there. Absolutely. All right. I might come for an espresso. Oh, oh Sarah, don't it's joke. It's a long way to come. Don't she, get, she, don't get she, nah, she owes up. me a little treat. Oh, there you go. Mate. Wow. Yeah, I've got to keep that in the bag. It's in the works. That would be amazing. Can you imagine? Oh, I know. Let us know, girl. Oh, I will. That was a weird okay. She's like, I said it, but I didn't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like a gagging idiot when everyone comes to visit me. I'm, in, I'm back basically in Victoria. I have all my people around me, but I'm just like, come, do this. Everyone be together. <laughs> all right, lovely. Um, have a good weekend. That's it from us. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. See ya. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or thinkergirltv on Twitter. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.